You are listening to the Global Countdown, first broadcast on the briefing on the 30th of March. It is time for our weekly look at the music charts around the world. Where are we headed? The man who knows the answer is Monocle 24 senior correspondent Fernando Augusto Pacheco. Faye, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tom. Um, and not only are you going to reveal to us where we're headed, but it's not a top five. It's a top six. <gasps> Exciting. <laughs> Tell me more. First of all, I'm really sorry because I, I would love to have kept five, but it was impossible not to. You know, uh, basically, we're going to Spain. I was inspired by the Spain, the Monaco Handbook, uh, you know, which it just launched. It's a, a lovely travel uh, book, part of a new series that we have. We, ju- we launched Portugal a few months ago and now it's Spain. And I was a bit inspired. I said, let's have a look at the history of Spanish pop, shall we? And I think perhaps it's more interesting for our listeners than the current top five of Spain, in my opinion. Uh, And yes, it needed to be six to be the perfect fit. So I'm really sorry, Tom, for that. You see, Fernando is a man very much... He's a creature of habit. You don't mind me revealing this to (laughs) listeners if they're not familiar. But you are not inflexible. And if it needs to be six... Then six it shall be. Let's start with number six, Faye. And just uh, some context here. We're going to start from the oldest to the newest music as well. And this one, I mean, she had to be here. She is a flamenco icon uh, in Spain. She died in 1995, but I think all Spanish people will know about her. She was a fantastic actress as well. She apparently, one of the biggest exporters of Andalusian culture. Uh, It's beautiful. She's very powerful on stage as well. And number six, we have Lola Flores with Pena, Penita, Pena. I mean, that is dramatic. (laughs) What a start, right? I mean, you have to see her videos performing as well, and perhaps some of her oldest films as well. And you can see her impact still today in Spanish culture. If you look at Pedro Almodovar films, I mean, you can see that impact uh, in that culture. Amazing voice there as well. I mean, you can you can feel it as soon as we hear the music. It's super dramatic, and I love how these uh, key cultural influences from a few decades ago. I don't know, their grip seems to be tighter. It's more pervasive, perhaps because the media landscape was less fragmented, you know, back in the days. And so their legacy, their their appeal seems to be more enduring. Intriguing. I wonder if we'll hear the echoes of Lola through the remaining selection. Time will tell, I guess. I think we will. But at number five, this is not a surprise. I think he's probably the most span- famous Spanish person ever, uh, at least in the world of music. It's Julio Iglesias. I mean, he is the king, as some people like to call him. Uh, and he's still alive, by the way. Uh, um, apparently, a few days ago, he said that he's going to release his memoirs. I mean, this is going to be a bestseller for sure. Uh, I chose, there were so many uh, songs to choose. Uh, I chose this track, it's one of my favorites. It's called Me Olvidé de Vivir. I Forgot to Leave. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Beautiful track there about the futility of life. Very powerful stuff. It sounds quite upbeat. Honeyed tones, amazing. And again, part of a something of a kind of sort of mu- a dynastic musical family. Incredible. I mean, that's decades of, of influence. A former footballer as well. Did you know that? 
Um, well, I knew he enjoyed the game. Did he? Yeah. Well, he played to a yeah. decent level, did yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, perhaps it was not like the best player. I don't think he could wear his, his dicky bow. <laughs> exactly, doing, yeah. exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I cannot wait to buy his memoirs. I well. mean, and what do we think? Is there all sorts of revelations? Because this guy's mixed in all the interesting circles. All sorts of the circles. The three tenors era. He's going to have some absolutely whiz-bang anecdotes in there, I guess. Exactly. Uh, and number four, I don't know if you know him, Tom, but I know he's huge in Latin America and, of course, in Spain and across Europe as well. Perhaps he was a little bit influenced by Julio Iglesias, but he started, you know, as a there's a type of kind of romantic flamenco ballads that he used to sing, and he's still doing very well. It's Alejandro Sanz. I chose one of his most famous tracks, and again, more ballads about a broken heart. It's called Corazón. Partió. Para qué me curaste cuando estaba herido si hoy me dejas de nuevo el corazón partido. ¿Y quién me va a entregar sus emociones? ¿Quién me va a pedir que nunca la abandone? ¿Quién me tapará esta noche si hace frío? ¿Quién me va a curar el corazón? It's sensual. So I mean, I know it's quite you know, heartbroken as, as, the, as the title. Well, it's interesting. Obviously, I'm a monoglot, as I constantly mm. remind you on this program mm. and others. But you can really hear. This yes. is a heartbroken guy. There's an edge to the, the voice. A very expressive performance. And again, talking about soft power here, he is about to start a tour in the United States. So again, you know, uh, those artists, they didn't just, they were not contained in Spain. So they were um, very popular outside as well. Well, it's funny because often we look at... Uh, certainly contemporary charts, and we wonder, we speculate as to the effectiveness mm. of individuals, maybe as soft power exporters. But it's interesting. These are some of the big names domestically, but they all also have, well, they seem to often have traction internationally as well, which is a measure of the potency of uh, Spanish music. Uh, where are we <laughs> headed, though, on three? Are we still... Well, tell, tell well, me what's coming next. You were talking about international success. I mean, this track, I have to say, because they're kind of one-hit wonders. This track was everywhere in the summer of 2002. Even here in the UK, I believe they were number one. I mean... I, I saw the name fade. Yes. It filled me with <laughs> some trepidation. Because, you know, I wanted I want to have serious tracks, but I also have, I want the silly as well, right? I mean, they were everywhere. Uh, I don't know where are they at the moment. Uh, they're sisters. They're last catch-up. Let's hear this jam of modern pop music, the catch-up song, Acereje. You know, my brain doesn't retain sometimes certain informations, <laughs> but I do know the refrain of the song, and it's, it makes no sense. But then I was reading about it. Go on. It was influenced by Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight, the song. So it's the same kind of beat, a little bit different. I mean, I'm, I, I, that <laughs> may be where the similarity ends to my jaundiced ears. Uh, I haven't heard that for some time, and I'll be honest, I was quite glad about that. But interesting. So when was that? 20? 20 plus years ago. Yes. But we don't know what's happened to the last catch-up. They tried to be on, on Eurovision. They didn't do very well. I mean, but I'm sure, you know, there's summer festivals and if you're drinking a few beers, I'm sure you can dance to it. There was a crazy dance routine as well to that song. Was Fernando throwing a few of those shapes? Perhaps. Powerless today. Wow. <laughs> Perhaps best to move on swiftly. Where have we got to? Number two. Uh, number two. You know, the, the Spanish are quite well known for some good indie pop as well. And again, I, I don't think many people outside Spain know that, but it, it is true. For example, one of the bands 
bands is La Casa Azul. It's my, my vibe, kind of good electropop. Uh, it's kind of retro. I was reading that they define themselves as Beach Boys meets Euro Disco. Um, oh, I've got to hear this. I love it. Let's have a listen to La Casa Azul, La Revolución Sexual. Well, are you ready to go? Uh, can I just say, any friends and family of, I don't know, Brian Wilson, Dennis Wilson, don't, don't, don't mention the Beach Boys. It's crazy. Okay? I don't think they'll take that. I don't think they'll take that positively. But listen, they're from Barcelona as well. I forgot because we have quite a, a widespread. We had uh, Julio Iglesias from Madrid, Lola Flores from Andalusia, Barcelona here. But next, oh, I think it's the number one. I mean, number one is the newest as well. So who's at the top of the? Pile. Give us the Fernando take. I am very proud because I wrote about her at Monaco magazine in our issue 129, where we gave out the Soft Power Awards, and I said she's the best pop sensation. Rosalia, Spain's favorite flamenco star. And again, you're talking about Lola Flores. So it uh, is the legacy. It echoes down the ages. Absolutely. I mean, and she's still, she just released a, a new album very soon, but I think she's fantastic. She is creative. Of course, she does modern pop music. People love her. But I think, I don't know, there's something quite original about her as well. And, I, and, and, and again, she's very popular uh, here in Europe, in South America, in the United States. Uh, and this song... I love it because it makes me think I'm in a Spanish beach, actually, uh, having some kind of jamón and an ice-cold beer as well. <laughs> that sounds good. Yes. Let's have a listen to Rosalía Despecha. <laughs> Uh, and if people are trying to uh, check their archive of magazines to read your prediction, well, this is going way, way back, end of 2019. It's the Kumamon cover of Monocle. So you, you're ahead of the tar- you're ahead of the curve, as always. Fernando. Look what I said about her. Rosalia is a once-in-a-generation star. Wow. My um, words. Faye, I, I know you hate it when I ask you to do this. Very briefly, your favourite from today's top six. Gosh, you know, you know what? It's a mix between Lola Flores and La Sketchup. 